0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola from CleverGirlFinance.com. And today I'm super excited to have Cassie Jeans on the podcast. She is a life coach for entrepreneurs, and we are talking all about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, not from the standard marketing strategy, finance perspective, but from a more holistic perspective of your mindset and your emotions and worry and fear and all of those, I guess, other things that come with entrepreneurship. And um, I'm so excited to share this with you because it's a little bit different. And I think that for all of you who are Clever Girl entrepreneurs out there, you will find this conversation super, super, super useful. So Cassie and I have collaborated in the past. And just from my experience working with her, I thought she was the perfect person to have this conversation with because through her coaching business, she works with entrepreneurs to help them get through things like mindset blocks, limiting beliefs, emotional chaos, inconsistent habits, and just helps people identify their true selves to make their business successful. So I'm glad you're here listening, but before I share... Um, the episode. If you haven't already subscribed, please do uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud and head over to clevergirlfinance.com and subscribe there as well. And be sure to leave a review on the podcast if you love what you're hearing so other people can listen into. Other people can find it too. So let's get into my conversation with Cassie. It was incredible. And if you are a business owner or an aspiring business owner, you definitely want to listen to this. So I'll catch you guys on the other side. So, hey, Cassie, welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you so much. bull. Well, I'm really excited to be here too. So um, before we jump into our conversation about entrepreneurship and talking about, you know, business with intent, um, go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Let them know who you are and how amazing you are, too. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Uh, well, I'm a life
1: coach for entrepreneurs, uh, specifically for women who truly want to create a life that is in the same beat and rhythm as their heartbeat and really connect to that inner calling, that inner wisdom, the inner woman, the inner divine within and allow themselves to essentially create a life that right now currently they may be feeling disconnected to. And it's to, and I'm able to just really make that connection for them and bridge a lot of gaps, just bridge a lot of things that um, were not really clear before and always bring about clarity. But then what's really cool is I'm able to bring a lot of passion and a lot of excitement and a lot of joy into just this really incredible life that we all have and just being Mm -hmm. able to flip the switch on a a bunch of different things and replace some old belief systems with new ones and just like let them have at it.
0: (laughs) I love that and I'm an entrepreneur. I know a lot of people listening are entrepreneurs and one of the biggest struggles they have is gaining that clarity and just you know the adjustment with a lot of the emotions and the feelings and the work and the grit that it takes to, you know, running your own business, either as a side hustle or full time, full time business. And I love that your focus is life coaching for entrepreneurs because there's just so many aspects of it, even the mental health part of it, that I think is taken for granted or is not given the recognition that it needs to have. Absolutely. Um, you know, so I guess my first question would be for you would be. When it comes to building a business, you know, a lot of times you hear people talk about I was passionate about starting my business, uh, but then a few months later they kind of fall off or they really weren't that into it. And maybe passionate was not a good description description for um, yeah. what they meant. But what is the deal around building a business with purpose? Like, what does that mean? Because for me, um, when I think about my business. Um, I think about it in the sense of, I want to do something that matters, that's Mm. going to change lives and I want to solve a problem. But when you work with folks, you know, and they're trying to like figure out purpose, how do you, what's, what's the deal with building a business on purpose?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well those are no it's a it's a great question to ask and it is one that does trip up a lot of people because, you know, there's so many phrases that are tossed around and thrown around, especially in the entrepreneurial scene. And if you're someone listening right now and you're just new to this scene, meaning like you're just like realized that yeah, you'd like to start your own business, or maybe you've been in in that work of getting your own business started up for the past couple months, maybe past couple six months, and you're feeling that level of burnout, maybe you're feeling that like lack of passion and, and you're wondering like is really for me it's just something that I really wanted Um, one of the things that Mm -hmm. I would say is in order to be able to know that it is something that is a purpose to you is I do believe it's a visceral feeling inside of you I believe that once you align yourself with what that true calling is taking into account that the calling shifts and changes just the same as you do so if Mm -hmm. you started out and six months later, you're like, I don't know if this is what I wanted. That's okay. It's okay to reassess. It's okay to clean things out. It's okay to take a pause and be like, okay, well, if this isn't what I wanted, what did I love about this past six months? And what did I not like about the past six months? And give yourself a new framework in order to work from. But it truly is like, for me, when it, oh, for me when it comes to um, self-worth, when it comes to mindset, when it comes to like digging your heels in deep into what it is you really, really, really want to create it's a feeling and it's something that um it's undeniable like you just you just know and it's so so deeply um inside of you that when you're doing it you feel lit up when you're doing it you raise your vibration when you're when you're in the flow of everything that you just love doing you can feel like this real really cool energy that's emitting out of you and people around you can feel it um so you know that you're in purpose now Purpose is one of these things that I don't want people to get too hung up on because, like I was saying before, purpose changes. Two years Mm -hmm. ago, I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, but two years ago, I was still an entrepreneur. I was still really passionate about being an entrepreneur. I was still really um, invested into my growth, and I was doing everything that I could possibly think about doing to really, really grow my business at the time, but that business is not at all what I do currently today, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's giving yourself permission to let the story unfold and to stop expecting the story to become something grand and like big and monumental within a period of time it's allowing yourself to go through the process of what it really means to be an entrepreneur like you were saying before you know it takes a real grit and it really does you know <laughs> yeah. there there is an ease that is coming there is always an ease that comes after the struggle you know but it, that hurdle to get o- up over top of it is it can be tough sometimes so it's having the tenacity to be able to really stick it out and and you only build that through practice you only build that through trying you only build that through attempting saying it yes over and over again even when it's really tough and i think that's one of the big reasons why as people fall out of lo- like fall out of their love for their business or fall out of passion and fall out of purpose with it is because it's one of these things that, you know, there are no overnight successes and, and I don't want anyone to think that there are now, there are times when all of a sudden something clicks and just like that, there's something really cool that's happened, but that was years in the making.
0: That was years of momentum, right? Oh my God. There's like, (laughs) there's so much that you've said just now that I just totally relate to and I love that you're speaking on it and absolutely there's no such thing as overnight success I think in business people sort of uh, get down on themselves and give up too easily because they see what seems like overnight successes Um, for people who are on social media which is one of the biggest I guess factors nowadays but they seem like they started yesterday and they blew up today but that's never really the story like if you spend some time looking at their backstory you don't see the years of struggle behind you know their failures and other things they had to deal with to get to that point where they are now quote unquote the overnight success and um, you talked about taking assessments in business like you know stopping and reviewing where things are. And I love that you said that because that's something that I do quite often. And it, it is true that you're not going to be the same business forever. You're not going to, you know, things change. You're going to change your mind. You're going to get new ideas. You're going to get new learnings from your audience. Right. And, you are allowed to shift your purpose. You're allowed to change your mind. But I find that sometimes, I don't know if you see this too, Cassie. Well, you probably do since this is your focus. Um, But sometimes you find women who will just give up because you're like, well, it didn't go according to plan. So it wasn't just meant for me. Mm
1: -mm, Totally, yeah. Um, There's something I really love to bring to light and to awareness. And for a lot of people, um, I remember when I first started out, (sighs) I listened to like so many podcasts, I listened to so many YouTube videos, I read so many books, I still read a ton of books, but like, I mean, I was just this like sponge, and I was absorbing information left, right, and center, absorbing information left, right, and center, and just like was going to seminars and events and that kind of stuff, and and just really was like, really, really like, oh my gosh, getting really, really in love with this whole idea and this whole concept. Um, But one thing that made the biggest difference for me, and I share this because it is important, Um, for people to understand that if you're in a place right now where you know that you really want your business to have a big impact in the world. Like for me, when I think about my legacy and when I think about... Um, the movement that I'm creating, I'm on a mission to create a movement of inspirational leaders for a world that will make an incredible impact, one that is filled with love, joy, peace, and abundance, and it's a big calling, and it's a big mission, right? Um, but I can do that in my everyday life, and that that's pretty cool to be able to take a big vision and apply it to your everyday life, but the only way in which I was really able to make that transition from going like, yeah, I want to be an entrepreneur to, yeah, I want to be a thought leader, yeah, yeah, yeah I want to be like a consciousness revolutionary, like, you know what I mean, like to go from that, like, sort of like, yeah, I kind of want to down- here to be like, no, I actually want to be like a scene. I want to be like a name. I want to be known in the industry, um, is investing in self. And I know that like we are talking on a financial show and that kind of stuff. And I know what it means to invest into yourself and I'm sure you've got some incredible wisdom that you can, um, give to all your listeners in regards to ways to do it in a smart way that don't put you in the negative, um, too Mm -hmm. severely or anything like that. But investment in self is a really, really big deal. The moment that I stopped viewing as myself as just like a part-timer, that a moment that I stopped viewing myself as just like someone who's dabbling, the moment that I stopped viewing myself as just like this like small town entrepreneur girl and allowed myself to tap into this bigger vision and to start to claim it and then to say, okay, well, in order for me to do something I've never done before, I'm going to have to align myself with people that have done it. And that was a game changer for me. So if anybody who's listening right now really, really does actually want to take they're like 20 feeling percent and they want to like max it out to 100%. I'd say start aligning yourself with people in your industry that are doing the things that you want to do and get close and personal with them.
0: I agree with that, you know, and I'll just, I'm just going to use myself as an example all the time. So I'm just going to use myself as an example here. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that for me specifically with Clever Girl Finance, when I first started, um, there was a couple of factors that came into play. Uh, number one, I wanted to align myself with people like me. And it kind of took me a while to find my, I guess I would say my tribe of yeah. like-minded entrepreneurs with, you know, similar visions, not similar industries, but visions of doing something great, of having impact, of, you know, living a certain kind of life. And it took me a while because I found that when I started, not everybody that I wanted to align myself with wanted to align themselves with me because they didn't know who I was. um, They looked at me as a threat or Mm -hmm. just for a variety of different factors that I'm obviously making assumptions on. And that in itself was a little discouraging. Um, But then one of the things that helped me was just stepping back into why i started, why i decided to do this and what it is that i wanted to accomplish and it's the things that you said you know going from just this little business you know 20% or to be going to i want to have a huge impact as a thought leader and becoming my 100% percent self and just redefining that focus where as opposed to worrying about okay let me try to be friends here and you know collaborate here i just really looked at my business and myself and i was like what do i want to do this is what i want to do and regardless of whether i'm aligned with anybody or not i'm going to do it and i think just taking that approach helped me find the people who i knew who people, the people who i wanted to align with and who wanted to align with me if that makes sense <laughs> absolutely you know it um, makes a lot of sense i'm really glad you said that because it's very true
1: um when you're just, like, out, like, coming out of the gate, like, you're, like, a racehorse, right? And you're running full steam ahead, and there's a whole bunch of other horses that are running full steam with you, and you guys are looking at each other's eyes, and, like, you don't know, like, who's going to win, who's not going to win. You didn't, you know, you're realizing that you're all, like, in it to win it and that kind of stuff, and all these, like, funny phrases get tossed around. Um, and then, you know, as you get around the track and that kind of stuff, like, you notice this, like, really big open pasture, and you're like, you know what? I don't want to be a racehorse. I want to run. And I want to run for my own enjoyment. I want to run because it feels good to me. I want to run because I'm a horse and I've got these legs. And these legs are going to be able to take me to wherever I want them to go. And you just decide to shift gears. And all of a sudden, you are able to just run through the pasture. And there, there is a momentum still going with you, but you're no longer racing. And when you can get out of that mindset that, like, I'm racing to get there, I'm racing to be this, I'm racing to beat that person. And if you can get out of that mindset and you can realize that, you know, the journey may feel lonely at times. The journey may feel like, you know, I'm not able to, you know, do what I see all the entrepreneurs doing, et cetera, et cetera, what what they may look like they're able to do. Um, That's cool because you have got to be able to understand that um, this is your game. This is your this is with this is the internal battle within you. You're not actually competing against anybody else, but this internal voice within you that's either telling you you can or you can't. Mm-hmm. That's it. And when you can decide that you can, and you're not afraid to run out into the pasture all by yourself, even if like the entire field looks at you and is like, what the heck is she doing? It's fine. You <laughs> yep. know that you've got it.
0: Yeah. So can we just segue? Use what you just said to segue into the emotions that come with entrepreneurship and again, using myself as an example. And you probably can live coach me right on this call, (laughs) but using myself as an example, I'll tell you that especially in um, the first year of clever girl finance, because I've had other businesses and I, and I still have other businesses, but this is like the one where I'm most involved in. And it's now one that I do full time. And, you know, in the last 20 plus months that it has been around, it's been very taxing. And I've gained a lot of learnings from it, but the emotions are real. And it's something that I think people need to be prepared for. And I I did, I wrote a blog post on, on the blog, um, called the emotions that come with being an entrepreneur, but a lot of people don't see, they don't truly see. And I didn't truly see, you know, the, I guess, I didn't grasp the realness of the emotions and this is not to discourage anybody but personally I you know when I first started out I had like the first few six months were like you know full steam ahead motivation motivation I'm gonna do this I'm passionate you know that whole passion I'm gonna be (laughs) the next big thing (laughs) yeah totally and then you know the six months goes by and then the euphoria of the whole entrepreneurship thing kind of wears off and it's like okay what am I doing? Is this this what I'm here for? You know, I should be out buying Chanel handbags. <laughs> <What> <laughs> You're like, where's the Chanel? Where's the Chanel? <laughs> I'm putting all my money into the business. Like, what is this? Like, I had days where I was like, you know, it's like a vote. It was. Roller coaster. I have days I had days where I was super up high hype oh my god clever girl go finance next thing and I had days where I was just in the pit I'm like you know yeah. what Damn this business I'm gonna quit it this sucks who cares nobody cares then I had days where I'm like oh you know people are judging me because just just all kinds of oh, I emotions I would feel all of them sometimes in one day and yeah. I had to realize that you know what Bola you need to seriously like if you can't check these emotions, you're going to go crazy. And this is where the whole mental health factor comes into play. Like it's understanding that entrepreneurship is like you said at the beginning. It's not a overnight thing. And it's how do you manage the emotions? And for me, it was it's always about refocusing and looking back to my intent with in my business, what I want to accomplish. And it's also understanding that if I can't get my headspace right, if I can't get my my self-care right, then I can't be anything in this business and this business can't be anything. Um, so I want you to talk a little bit about dealing with the emotions of entrepreneurship because it's tough and I don't think it's talked about enough. And I think that it's one of the big factors why why people quit before Quit too early, absolutely. When they should be really good going.
1: It's a it's a really great question as well. And one thing that I point out, two things in regards to what you just said there would be um, one the self care like that's the real like ding 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 like that's the you can um, manage all emotions through self care. So that's fantastic that you pointed out there. One one thing I wanted to point out is um, checking the emotions, and it's one of these things like as you know I'm I'm a woman. My monthly um, flow, the way in which things like, work through my body is there is an ebb and a flow. Um, there is a season throughout every single week that passes by for me and for many women who would be listening right now and for men that are listening. Just so you know, like, women are multifaceted and they change from day to day, like literally. So understanding that about yourself. Instead of checking your emotions, I would say surrender. I would say surrender to the feeling surrender to the emotion itself and allow it to be present, allow it to surface, allow it to channel through your body, when you allow it to come through, you then can release it in a way that doesn't create toxicity and doesn't create stress and overwhelm in the body. When you have an emotion come into play, like let's say frustration, frustration is a really big emotion that a lot of entrepreneurs are going to face. You will Mm -hmm. not get through this without facing frustration face-on, okay? It's just part of it. Instead of taking the frustration, looking at it, and deeming it bad, or feeling guilty, or feeling shameful that you're frustrated about business... You know, because mm-hmm. here it is. Here, here we have this beautiful thing that we've created. Here we have this incredible opportunity to take our life and completely transform it. And not only that, in the process of doing that, we impact our families, our friends, this beautiful world around us. Right? And it's so, so beautiful to know what we've created. You know, and to feel guilty about the fact that it's frustrating sometimes is not going to serve you, nor is it going to serve your tribe, or your audience, or the people that you're coaching, the people that you want to assist, or the people that you want to have buy your product. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever business that you're in. Feeling guilty about having emotions that don't, um, that don't, that do not line up with the phrase choose to be happy. Like that phrase drives me crazy. I understand that everything is a choice, at the same time, I also understand that if you relate who we are to the ocean. So when you take a walk by the ocean, you could take a walk by her every single day, right? I actually live by a lake, so I always reference it back to the lake that I live by. So every single day I take a walk by the lake. Every single day, a new light greets me. So sometimes her colors are different. Sometimes she's more vibrant. Sometimes she's more muted. Sometimes the waves are crashing up on the shore, and I think she's going to rip like all of like the, the roots out of the tree. Sometimes she's calm, and you could just skate across her with your eyes. I mean, it's just like, this is what we are. This is what mm-hmm. every single person listening to this is right now. You cannot be roaring through life all of the time. Sometimes you have to ease your way through it. Sometimes you have to allow for the calm to happen. Sometimes you have to allow to change colors and to feel dull. Sometimes the feeling of the dull allows you to rest and take the pause before you keep on steamrolling ahead into something that you just might not want to be steamrolling into. So yeah. it's right. It's really surrendering to the process of what it is that you're
0: creating. I, I, I love that idea of surrender. And I'll tell you that I know the kind of person I am. And I'm not a go, 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 super hype, happy all the time, because at the end of the day, business is not super go, always happy, perfection all the time. And there's days where I just have to let myself just cry. And yeah. there's days where I take like two days off and I'm like, I'm just gonna watch a bunch of junk on TV. Yeah. I'm not responding to any emails. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the reason why I, I have those days, girl, like every few weeks. The reason why I allow myself to do that is because when I let myself get into that space where I just cried out in my office, or I, you know, go take a long walk or I just watch some junk TV. Um, it helps me be a better mother. Yeah. It helps me be a better wife because I am not trying to be choosing to be happy every single second of every single day. And because when you when you start to do that, you start to burst at the seams and you're not truly happy. You're just putting yeah. up pretense. And yeah. I recognize that one time when my husband said... I haven't seen you smile in a week. Yeah. But in my mind, I was like, oh, you know, I'm making dinner. I'm playing with my kids. I'm being present after work. And I'm like, but I wasn't smiling because my head was like full of, I just hadn't, the surrender you talked about. So I think that's really, really, really important. And one of the things... This may sound a little crazy, but one of the things that I do, um, I don't even know why I do this or how I started doing it, but it's just like, it's almost like how I work through the emotions is in my head, I'm writing a book about, I'm writing my story. It's not a finance book. That's awesome. And I'm writing it in pencil and I can see the book in my head. And every time I get to a point where things are not just working out in my head, I have an eraser and I erase and I blow the paper and it's like reset. Oh, and I can rewrite it to whatever beautiful. I want it to be, but yeah, it just helps yeah. get past the. Because I'll tell you, there's times where I just feel like, oh my god, this thing is not going how I want it, and it's yeah. it becomes a block. But once I can take that eraser and just erase it out and blow blow the page, then I'm like, okay. Refocus, rewrite, start rewriting. It doesn't have to be what you imagine it to be, correct, whatever you want because these are all blank pages.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's how I
0: kind of look at it. That's
1: a beautiful way to look at it and, and then anytime that someone says this may sound crazy, that's when everybody really needs to pay attention because odds are it's like gold that's going to be coming out next <laughs> because truly, like in order to do what we're, like, what we're doing, there's a certain level of madness to it and not madness in the sense of torture, okay? So a lot of often we re- we refer madness to torture and Elizabeth Gil- Gilbert and the big magic really helped to reframe what it means to be a creative, what it means to be an artist and entrepreneur. It doesn't have to be torturous, but there is a certain level of madness. There's a certain level of um, intensity and craziness that just allows you to not take yourself so seriously. And that's, I think, what it's essentially there for. It's allow, It's like, okay, so some days you're going to feel super inspired. Other days you're not. But just show up anyway. Show up to your best of ability. And if it means, like, showing up means that you are going to binge, like, watch TV for a little bit and because you're going to just allow yourself to, like, brain dump, that's super, super duper amazing. John Gray, actually, um, he is the author of um, Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus, and his book has been revised a bunch of times, which is great. But there is one thing that he says I was watching him on a very recent um, Uh, interview where for men specifically and I'm not sure how many men you have listening to this but and women this is really good for you here if you're married to men is so men in order for them to reproduce testosterone in their body they have to be able to literally sit and do nothing So that the testosterone can build within their body. A lot of time as women, we tend to be able to multitask. We do things all at once. And you know what I mean? And we need the downtime just as much as they do. But when we have our downtime, our testosterone builds really quickly. But for men, it takes them some time. They need to be doing it in a way that doesn't require them to be on in any way, shape, or form. So Mm -hmm. It's something that's really healthy hormonally for your body, like physically, mentally. There's a reason why we were not created to not go to sleep. Like, we were created for sleep. There is the sun goes down, the lights go out, there is darkness. And there's not much you can do in the darkness except for a couple things. But then you've got to go to bed. So, like, it's just one of these things, like, understanding. Like, take a look at the environment around you and the way in that which it is designed to be. It was designed to give you rest. Like,
0: there's so yeah, just... Yeah, and... You, you are so on it because listen, when I, when I, um, and many people don't know this, actually a lot of people don't know this is that I am a very aggressive worker. Like I work, I totally very aggressive, yeah um, <laughs> once I set my mind to do something, I'm going to like, once it's something I want to do, it's some it's like, you know, it's what I'm going to do. and Um, I think I've, that's part of why I get this from my mom, by the way, that's part of why Clever Girl Finance has kind of grown to this. Stage. Um, and I'm one of the people that I am never satisfied because I'm like, OK, I have to remind myself, you have to look back and you have to be grateful and you have to um, at least stop for a minute and see how far you've come. Because when I don't stop, I don't realize I've made progress. And that's just yes. part of my nature. But one of the right now I have a reminder on my phone. It's on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. And it's called Bola Self Care. Nice. And I'm not allowed to dismiss it, but it comes up and it means I have to sit down and do something. I have to go put a face mask on my face. I have to paint my toenails. I have to do something that has nothing to do with work, has nothing to do with my kids, has nothing to do with my husband. This is just me. And the reason why is because before um, about a year, a little over a year ago, maybe like a year and three months ago, I was that aggressive. Like I can work aggressively and just be go for 10 months at a time, basically. And I got to the point where I was still working full time. I would go to work, I would come home, take care of my kids, and I would be up working on my business from like 9 to like 4 a.m. And then at 7 a.m., yeah. I'm going to work. And it was just a cycle and cycle. And to me, I was just going, 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 going. And I was like in my head, choosing to be happy, choose to be happy. Yeah. And I got to a point where I woke up one morning and my entire room was spinning around me. And I couldn't, I literally felt like, when i tried to get out of bed i was falling five stories down i got like a severe case of vertigo um it was it was migraine induced vertigo because i get migraines but instead of getting a migraine i was getting vertigo and vertigo is something that you don't want to have it's a complete imbalance in your head you feel like you are perpetually on a roller coaster and it was so bad that my husband had to help me get up to go to the bathroom like and that's what that was my body telling me like listen yeah if you want to if you want to do something important if you want to be able to have any impact or any value you can't aggressively go 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 you can't be Mrs. Happy all the time because it's going to affect you and once you're down you can't do anything and i had vertigo for 3 weeks and i had to go to therapy i couldn't drive i couldn't i couldn't take my kids to school my mother had to come my mother-in-law had to come and both of them were here in my house because i literally couldn't get out of bed and my eyes were closed majority of the time cuz every time i opened my eyes i was falling stories yeah and that was for me it was a big moment of self-awareness like listen if you keep going like this and if you don't stop to recognize that you've made progress if you don't stop to remember to be grateful if you don't stop to readjust your focus and reset and just watch crap TV for two days or cry whenever you need to cry you're not going to be able to do anything yeah that was a big um, big revelation for me and it took me pushing myself to the to my bare limits for me to recognize that
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's so interesting that you share that because um, there's a lot of people. There's going to be like a percentage of people are going to listen to that right now and going to be like, oh no, they're doing the exact thing that you're doing right now. And you can you can do that for a certain period of time. You can, you can do it. And and when you're doing it, I would imagine mm-hmm. that during the time that you were doing that um, yeah, it pushed your business forward. Yeah. It made leaps and bounds. And yeah, you, you probably wouldn't necessarily go back and change it because it was, it was an incredible learning. It was a beautiful, it's a beautiful story to share, to be able to know that your body is going to tell you when things are not working out. Um, but, but when you're in it, it's really hard to see it. It's really hard to be like, Oh no, that's not healthy because, because you just, you're going, you're going so, so fast. So, know that at some point it catches up it does catch up and it's not in the sense of being like you know stop what you're doing no no like always always be producing always be creating always but it's tapping into that balance part of it um you know, I remember doing very similar things to you when I was first starting out in in my business a couple of years ago, or maybe three years ago now, in a in a different one that I was doing. I've I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and done a lot of different businesses, um, but um, but you know, I remember my kids were young and I would stay up till hours upon hours working on the computer, not getting enough sleep when they were napping instead of me going to sleep, I would be on the computer working, 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 working. And um, my spine twisted. You know, like it just, yeah, literally my spine literally gave out. It just was like, okay, well, if you're not going to stop, I'm going to stop you. And that's essentially what your body's doing. So this is a Mm -hmm. really great opportunity to start to look at your body as differently. Like instead of your body as looking at as if it's not producing, as if it's not being able to keep up with you. No, your body is there as a flesh, like it's flesh and bones, muscle and tissue. It's things that break down. It's things that require nourishment and rest. And when you are blazing ahead and and not giving it the respect that it deserves and the love that it craves, it doesn't retaliate on you, but it does give you warning signs. And it says, if you don't stop, I can't keep running with you. And it's like the same with your emotions. If you don't stop, I can't keep running with you. So it's like we said in the beginning, like this is such an incredible conversation. It's like surrender. Like just love yourself, love yourself so much that you would much rather slow down, take care so that you can actually be that like super duper present mom that you want to be so that you can actually be the wife that actually enjoys the presence of her husband and you're not just mad at him and stuff like that. So your hormones are imbalanced. So, you can, so that you can wake up and like yeah. realize that there's so much to be grateful for instead of just watching it all pass you by. I mean, it's just it's incredible. Like my spine's all nice and straight now because I had to take about six months worth of self care to get it back. But like, yeah, yeah. like it's just yeah, like it's a, it's a journey, and 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 we're we're funny, funny creatures, um, in the sense that we all come to this awakening at different variations at different times in our life, and it's beautiful. It's so beautiful to be living in the flow of what you really were created to do. Like, it really feels amazing. And a really, really good indication of whether or not um, you are creating from a place of your authenticity, from a place of love, and from a place of um, purpose, is there will be an element of ease to what it is you're doing. There will be an element of ease. I'm not saying easy. But I'm saying an ease in the action, an ease in the thought, and when you're feeling a resistance and a hesitation, it's like a really great time to journal. It's not a great time to get on the computer and, start, and try to force it out. It's a great time to journal
0: <laughs> I, I totally get that, and i I feel like when you are in that surrender surrender space that you um, your mindset adjusts too, yeah. because you are able to recognize. The fact that you're able to recognize things like contentment and gratitude and I've done my best and I know that I know that opportunities will come to me. Um, In my experience, like when I've tried to force and force and force, it's usually ended up in a space where because I'm in that space of forcing things and either end up having to redo something or I miss out on an opportunity. Whereas when I just like let things happen after I put in my best. I gained so many like all of the big opportunities I've gained have just been like I'm just gonna do this and just let it be without like stressing my life and forcing things to happen absolutely and one of the the checks I put into myself because I you know when you're going you you kind of forget to look at progress and you forget to take take advantage of your surroundings and again this may sound crazy but i i asked myself like when was the last time you stopped and just looked at the sky or looked Mm. at the stars and i'll tell you people do not stop to just look at the stars for one second and look up in the sky and look at the clouds and see the shapes they're forming when's the last time you did that and if it's been a while and you you know you just see the sky out of the corner of your eye and it's kind of blue then take some time out and just like clear your head and look up
1: yeah. Oh, it's not crazy at all.
0: It's not. It's,
1: it's. I mean, gosh, it's there. It was literally there for you to enjoy. Yep, like that's always there. That's the <laughs> and it's so beautiful about it is that the Mother Nature has this really cool way of showing up for herself no matter who's watching. And we can learn a lot from her. So when she decides to have an incredible light show in the sky, she doesn't care if a thousand gazes are upon her or if a million or a billion gazes are looking up at her. As She showcases all of the beauty and grace that she has. She does it because she knows that she can and she feels like doing it because everything has come into perfect alignment and she's ready to dazzle like that. So it's this thing like don't care. So if you're if you're creating stuff and no one's paying attention, who cares? Continue, who cares? Continue, continue, continue to be your light. Continue to dazzle people. Continue to do it, and and just trust that like the right people are going to be looking at the right time. And like she, like she just doesn't care. And that's what I love so much about her. She does her thing, and it's seamless, and it's beautiful, and it's all connected. And we are exactly the same way.
0: Yeah, yes. Okay, Cassie, I have one more question. Okay. I know I could talk to you forever. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> but this, <laughs> this is actually a really big question. So okay. one of the, I guess, major concerns of entrepreneurs, business people who are starting, considering starting, or haven't started is really worry and fear. Um, worry and fear around failing, around not making enough money, around wasting their time um and i think those are two things that come hand in hand with owning a business you know i worry whether i like it or not sometimes um and there is also as a full-time business owner there is especially in the early stages there is that major factor of unpredictability where you can't you don't know right you don't know you're gonna get that steady paycheck every two weeks (laughs) yeah yeah so What would you how do you recommend? So I have my way of dealing it, which can sound crazy, but (laughs) how do you you deal with the worry and the fear and how do you coach your clients on dealing with this? Because those two things worry and fear are key factors. They're ever present there, um, especially in the early stages. Absolutely. One of the... I know it sounds really
1: silly, but the first time that someone ever said to me, like, like fear is just a part of the process, I was like, oh! whoa, thank God, because like, geez, I thought I was the only one. So knowing that it is, they come hand in hand, same with worry. Um, worry is one of these things that I would say that I coach a lot of my um, clients with is um, after we've gone through like a couple chats and that kind of stuff and I've gotten a feel for them and I've noticed some of the backstory and we've dealt with some of the belief systems, a lot of worry comes from belief systems. So things that you believe about your environment, about your upbringing, about the world, about your choices, about the loved ones, about the not loved ones, about the great relationships, with the bad relationships, I mean, about the money, about the lack of money, about the too much of money, I mean, all these, like, so worry um, is one of these things that really is attached to a lot of belief systems. So if there are belief systems that are not actually serving you to your higher self, if there are belief systems that are in place in your life right now that are um, causing you to continue to buy into a story that could or could not have validity in your life, meaning you could literally be repeating thoughts every single day associated or linked to a worry from the past or a worry that happened to somebody else or a worry that could happen. I mean, we worry about the future as if we could even predict it. Um, no, it's no. one of these things, right? Like, So it's understanding that this is attached to a belief system, and when we can understand where the belief system has been brought up with you or, or why you've adopted that belief system, then we can choose whether or not we're going to continue to believe it or not. It's a choice, right? When it comes down to fear, fear is one of these things that it truly part of the process. Um, and f- fear is, is is when you can come to the place of accepting it and understanding that when I'm feeling fearful of something, odds are I'm on the brink of something really great and I just can't see it. That's all. So I'm going to keep on going here because I know because Because history has taught me or my past actions have taught me that when I buy into the fear, I produce nothing and I move in no direction and I end up feeling really like, gosh darn it, I wish I had just done that, right? We don't want to be in those places in our life often. So what we've learned to figure out through the process of recognizing that fear is part of the process, we go, okay, well, it really terrified me to, like, I'm sure for many people, the first time that they... um, that The first time that they think about buying a domain for their business, they're afraid. There's that sense of weird apprehension going, like, my gosh, like, why am I doing this? This is so ridiculous. Like, who's going to want to listen to me? This doesn't make any sense. Like, why would I even do this? It's that, but then you do it. And all of a sudden, you realize, like, the sky was still in, in the sky. Like, clouds did not come down and, like, start, like, shattering, like, rocks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the world did not come to an end. And all of a sudden, you're like, okay, so all of those possibilities, all those things that could have gone wrong didn't go wrong. Whew. All right. So it gives you the courage to be able to take a look at the next situation with fear still intact and go, okay, well, you know what? I've learned to trust myself. This is the key here, right here. So anytime that you're feeling fear creep in, there are two words that you can hold very, very close to your heart, and that is trust and faith. Because trust and faith in self, trust and faith in universe, trust and faith in God, whatever it may be that resonates with you. Adopting these words as your mantra, adopting these words as the framework for everything that you're doing. Faith that I'm always provided for. Faith that everything that I desire will be exceeded expectation, trust that the words are always there for me, trust that I always have everything that is required in order for me to do to do the things that, are, that I'm passionate about. And one thing that you can start to really start to adopt the language of, your language is incredibly powerful. That's why I coach so much in mindset, because your words that you speak out loud and the words that speak from within, the dialogue that is going on within and the words that you choose to put out to the world will have a direct reflect on the type of future that you create for yourself. So when you are in the process of fear or worry, the one thing that you can do to shift your vibration intensely is to start telling your things of instead of, I'm so worried about this, you can start to say, I am so excited that every single day I'm getting better. I'm so excited that every single day I get closer to the things that really mean something to me. I'm so excited to be here right now, being able to understand that even though things may not be going 100%, I'm really, really excited to know that tomorrow is a new day. I'm so excited to know that every, to every time that I open my eyes I get to see life in a whole new way whatever it may be for you get excited be excited allow your body to get into that vibration into that momentum and watch as your state really really starts to change but yeah those are some some nuggets I would say that you could definitely apply every single person to their life right now and you would feel a shift in vibration
0: Oh, my God. I love it. Like, I'm a huge affirmation girl and I'm a huge power of your mouth, power of your tongue. And I know a lot of people be like, oh, that's kind of woo woo. But I'll tell you this. um, If you tell yourself what you can't do, if you Mm downtalk yourself, you're not going to be motivated. And so as opposed to thinking of it as woo woo, I don't know, whatever people want to call it, you think about it uh, as hyping yourself up. You have to hype yourself up to be amazing and to be able to do better and make progress. I will, I can, I shall, I'm going to, as opposed to, oh, why me? It's never going to happen to me, YOLO, whatever. Like (laughs) you have to to self-motivate. That's, it's called, I look at it as self-motivated. Affirm yourself, speak positive words. Don't engage in, you know, useless conversation that down talks other people because it's all about getting your head space. In that yes. place where you are motivated and you, your eyes are bright, uh, in regards to what it is you can accomplish. Because if you're in that negative space, that down talking space, that I can never do, that so people are like, yeah, you can never do it. It's because she's lucky. Then you're in every time the opportunity comes across, or every time something you want to do something those are the first things that are going to come to your mind you can't do this who are you nobody so yeah hype yourself it's not woo that stuff works guys
1: <laughs> Absolutely. oh does it ever and that's why you hear people that are like in the game in the sense of like the Tony Robbins and the Mark Mansons and the Gabby Bernstein's like yeah. seriously I've read their stuff like this is what they're doing and it seems ridiculous. And this is where we get caught up a lot as human beings is we look at things and we overcomplicate it. So when, Mm -hmm. when someone is, when you provide a simple solution to a complicated task in the brain, the brain automatically wants to make it more complicated. And then the body and everything else goes right along with it. It's like, no, no, no. Like there is a simple approach to pretty well everything. It's just a matter of like we were saying, this whole conversation is slowing down enough and having patience with your growth in order to be able to see that it is always, always coming together for you.
0: Yeah, this has been such an awesome conversation. Like I love having these types of conversation because it kind of takes you out of the space of all the things you have to do for your business, because that stuff is all valid, you know, yes. work on marketing, work on strategy, work on your finances. That stuff is all relevant, but you have to take some time out and look at the bigger picture and look at it holistically and look at, You know, your your mind and your intent and your and your approach, those things really matter. And they're found. They're foundational pieces of the marketing and the strategy and the growth and the this and the that. So I'm so glad I got to talk to you and Uh have you on the podcast. Thank you. I love so, being here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to have you back on um, at some point. Uh, but can you tell folks who are listening where they can find you? Because you guys need to go check out Cassie's website, blog, social media. Where can we find you? Uh, sure,
1: I'd love to. Um, so I've got CassieJanes.com, and you can access a lot of my social media from there. On there, there's actually a four-part um, video series on how to claim your self-worth. It's pretty awesome. comes with some pretty rad booklets, too. So um, if anyone listening right now is just kind of like, yeah, I know that the big reason why I'm not producing the things I want to produce is because I'm telling myself stories in my head that I don't want to believe anymore. And a lot of it boils down to self-worth. It really, truly, what do you believe you deserve? And I want everyone to know right now that you be- I 100% believe that you deserve to live a life that is just abundant and that is purely delightful and is just delicious in the real sense of that word that is just always just beautifully crafted just for you. Um, so if that's something that you're really craving in your life, then ca- CassieJeans.com, you can pick up my freebie right there. Um, and Instagram is another place I really love to hang out. A lot of the words that I pour out into the universe really start there and they flow out through there so I'd say definitely connect with me um, it's Cassie underscore M jeans in order for that one but again everything you can access right through my site
0: awesome and I'll be sure to include this in the show notes so you guys can click to her website and click to her Instagram page so thank you so much Cassie it was so so awesome to talk to you and have this conversation I appreciate your time thank you for being here thank you well always I love love hanging out with you so what did you guys think? Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode, enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. I strongly believe that these are conversations that need to be had. It's not just about the you know textbook way of growing a business and becoming successful in business. We also have to recognize the other factors that tie into being successful and approaching how to manage your life and deal with your emotions and all the other things that come with the challenges of being a business owner. So I do hope you've enjoyed listening and I'll be back again with another episode. And also I have a bunch more, a bunch of more, a few more. I can't speak English right now, but I have some really, really great guests lined up and I can't wait for you guys to hear their episodes. I'll catch you guys later. Bye.